0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The holiday season is off and rolling, with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that's capital letters BLEAV, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. <laughs> and welcome in to another episode of the topic thunder podcast i'm your host alex roig i am rolling solo um full disclosure on this i did not see this game i know that is an irresponsibility of somebody who runs a thunder fan podcast um but you know i did have a uh, a valid reason uh, two of my kids were in a uh, a winter recital. And so I did my dad thing and I went over there um, and then we went out to eat. And so, you know, of course, can't really be watching the game and doing that and, you know, eating and all that. So, you know, I have to I have to take care of my responsibilities as a father. Um, but that's not to say that my cell phone was not buzzing and on and. You know a lot of text messages a lot of group chats a lot of things wondering what the hell is going on at some points in this game um and so i'm going to give you a quick rundown of this game just to get something out there to you guys um based off of that type of stuff based off of the, the text that i got based off of the information that i got from the game um, the highlights um, because it was definitely a roller coaster in dallas uh, this was um, a game where we saw the thunder go up by twenty plus um and then we saw a historic run by the Dallas Mavericks to not only come all the way back but take the lead heading into about four minutes left in the fourth quarter um and then after that the thunder themselves put themselves you know the thunder themselves put together a run and actually came away with the victory in this game uh one twenty six to one twenty uh it was from you know the only time that i really started watching the game was about 5 minutes left in the game because my sister was like dude what the f is going on and so you know we we were kind of like looking at the game while we were you know having dinner um and so i knew that she was watching the game a little bit more intently than i was i was you know taking care taking care of other things in my house um and so i thought that the Thunder when they were up by 20, we're going to coast, you know, and I kind of looked at my phone and I saw, okay, it was a 13 point lead at one point. Okay. It's a six point lead at one point. Okay. It's tied. And you know, my daughter's like, put the game on, put the game on. My phone was at 1%. I'm an illegal streamer. I can't do the whole Valley thing after everything that we've talked about Valley. I cannot get Valley. So um, do the whole illegal streaming thing, you know, it is what it is. Most of y'all do it also, um, and so I put it on last five minutes of the game, and it was it was a great game. It was you know me knowing that they they had been up by twenty at one point, um, and then seeing what was happening and hearing that it was a thirty zero run by the Mavericks. Uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit into this game in the last couple minutes of it, and um, and it was good. It was good that we were able to you know there's a good there's a good and there's a bad to this game and the good part number 1 is you know the first half probably into the first half of the second of the third quarter um and then of course there's the bad but then there's also the good where regardless of what happened the team was able to get themselves together and you know go ahead and, and win the game and win the game convincingly going forward. You know, I, they, they put together a nice little run with about four minutes left, a nice little stretch there uh, where they were down six and they won by six. And so that is a 12 point t- turnaround right there. Um, and so, you know, just kind of looking at the the beginning of the game or the first half of the game. Um, and it was, it wasn't Shea. It wasn't Chet for the most part. It was other guys putting in some work and doing some damage. Um, it was you know, the newly contract restructured um, Bertons, Davis Bertons that went into the game. And my guy caught fire. Uh, he went three of three from three. He went six of six from the line, which obviously probably means that he was fouled. I'm not entirely sure because, of course, I didn't watch the game. But if I'm seeing six free throws, probably means that he was fouled on two on two three-point attempts um and so he had 15 points um he you know one rebound one assist one steal um but in 11 minutes to give to give the thunder 15 points that is awesome production awesome efficiency um, and you know hell let's restructure his contract tomorrow and see what we can get out of that uh, from from davis um it was guys like um like Jalen williams jay will not jay dub jay will Uh, Who came into the game? You know, he played 14 minutes. He got 14 points. He hit four first half three pointers, Um, and that's all he pretty much finished with. He was four or five, you know, for the game from three. He hit two free throws. He had three rebounds. Um, But yeah, you know, he gave us 14 points, and that's not something that we've seen too much this season from from Jay Will. You know, Jay Will is just somebody that gets in there, does the dirty work. And then you know subs in for Chet usually, and then comes back out. And it's you know that's it. He does what he has to do for this team, um, but when he gives us 14 points out of you know on four three points, three three pointers, that is you know that's that's great. That is cherry on top of what he does. Um, and so he gave us some points. Cason Wallace, the Dallas native, the, I think it's Highland Texas native right, right next to Dallas. Uh, he showed out in his homecoming, um, six to 12 shooting two of seven from three. Uh, he had 15 points. Um, you know, he had six rebounds, but it was just, you know, he did a great job. He did a great job. Um, he, I don't think he was in the game near the end of it, um, but he did a great job. Um, I, I can't say too much about him. I can't, you know, I I I really liked Kaysen in the draft process. I you know outside of you know the top guys in this draft, I really wanted Kaysen for our spot at eleven or at twelve. I think we were at, and then we tr- you know we traded with Dallas, um, and he was my guy for for that spot for you know at twelve. And then when he, when we went back to ten uh, with the trade with Dallas, I was fine with with Kaysen there. I did not think that Kaysen would be this good, this quick, or this productive. This quick, I don't, you know, he isn't necessarily, you know, he's he's not knocking on the door of being a rookie of the year or anything like that. Uh, but on this team, he has filled in the gaps that he has needed to fill in, um, and his production has been great as far as you know what he's done when he's out there. He's he serves as a great um, as a great release valve for for Shea, and so. More of that tonight, and he did a good job of that. Uh, Giddy played a season low, 16 and a half minutes. Um, he was 4 13 from the field. He had 10 points, three rebounds, one assist. This is his third straight game with one assist. For a guy that's supposed to be our ultimate connector, our, one of our better playmakers. This is a worrying trend that is happening. I don't know what is going on. You know, of course, his, his personal life stuff, but, you know, he's not on the basketball court thinking about his personal troubles when he's trying to run an offense. You know, that I, you know I hate it when people, like, look at that from that perspective as far as, like, oh, you know, he's got stuff, you know, he's got stuff going on in his life. When you're playing basketball, you're playing basketball. Um, you're not thinking about the stuff going on in your life. And I don't know if it's that he's not having the ball in his hands as much as he used to. I don't know if it's a situation where, you know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's looking to attack and not necessarily looking to set up or looking to, um, you know, playmake or whatever. I, I, You know, I really don't know what is going on. I'm pretty sure that the Thunder themselves, they have film. They know what's going on. Um, but. You know, this has been three straight games with one assist, um, and so that's a little bit worrying for somebody that we really want to. That we really want to be that ultimate connector. And if he's not doing that, and if he's not making shots from the outside, if he's not being efficient, it's starting to become a thing. It's starting to become a question. And this team has players on the team that can take that spot. This team has players on the team that can play that, you know, play in that, in that position on the floor without necessarily missing too much at this point. Um, and so it'll be something to monitor, something to watch. Uh, Chet Holmgren, four of 10 from the field. Oh, three from, from three point land, uh, three or four from the line. He had, he had 11 points. Uh, I know 11 points, 11 rebounds, um, three of them offensive three assists, one steal, five blocks. He held a block party in that last four minutes. He had, I believe it was two or three blocks in that last four minutes, and it was completely needed. Like, there was one where I think Jaden Hardy drove in, and he completely just smacked that ball down like it was a volleyball spike. Like, he was, you know, and and we didn't get the ball back. I think Isaiah Joe touched it and was kind of pushed a little bit, and it went out of bounds. But man, it was a spike. It was not a block, it was a spike. Um, and um, completely needed it. Like we needed that one. we needed, you know the other block or the other two blocks that we had in the, in, in that run in that last five minute run. Um, he he was the difference in turning our mentality around. like this team, they could have put their heads down, they could have pouted, they could have, uh, but instead, they buckled down. They did what they needed to do on the offensive end, and they did what they needed to do on the defensive end. And the defensive end of this is going to be predicated on what Chet did. And Chet was amazing in what, um, what he was supposed to do in that final five-minute stretch. Like, um, you know, it wasn't a, necessarily a great game by him but it was definitely a game where his imprint on it was felt a lot more than just the stats than just the counting stats. Um, but yeah, his his defense at the end was you know, I'm doing a chef's kiss right now because we really needed that, you know, we we, we needed to shut down the penetration, we needed to shut down okay, if we're going to if we're going to be sending two guys at Luka, you know, there's going to be guy, you know, if we're going to be so basically our defense at the end of the game at in the last 5 minutes was sending two guys at Luka. And completely keeping the shooters at bay, like you know, jumping out to them, making sure that they don't shoot three pointers, making sure that their three pointers are contested. Um, and so, a lot of guys were able to drive in, but in driving, they met up with Chet, um, and he did a great job of of denying that and and causing havoc and causing um, you know disruptions heading to the rim. And Dallas had a hard time they could not score. And so, you know, those, those are the things that we severely lacked last season. Um, and this season it's, you know, it's the way we play defense is predicated on not just being aggressive on the perimeter, but knowing that you have somebody in the interior um, that can take care of business. Uh, Lou, you know, this is one of those games where we don't necessarily need Lou To be um, great offensive, you know we really need him to just lock in on on Luca, and he made life difficult for Luca. He got into a little bit of foul trouble there in the beginning of the game. I um, think he had three in the first half. I think I think not had to challenge a call, and something happened. Something happened. Um, but yeah, you know he he had three in the first half. I think he was a little bit of foul trouble. Ended up with four personal fouls, so he, he got that corrected. He had 10 points. He shot one of six from three. He's four of thirteen from the from the field overall. Uh, five rebounds, three assists. Here's the, here's the thing. And just looking at looking at the stats. Josh Giddy shot four of 13, 2 of 6 from 3. He had three rebounds and one assist. 10 points. Lou shot the same, 4 of 13, shot worse from three, one of six, one of two from the line. But he contributed in other ways. And that's kind of the situation that's going on with, with Giddy is that look, you're six foot nine. If you're not going to be scoring efficiently, if you're not going to be passing, passing, you know, one of our greatest deficiencies is rebounding. Go out there and get some rebounds. You know, go out there and throw your body around, throw your height around and go ahead and get some rebounds. You know, and and he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been affecting other areas of the game. Whereas Lou, again, he shot the same. You know, he shot worse from three um, and but he got five rebounds. He got three assists um, and and play defense. You know, he, he's known for, you know, for what he does, which is defense. And, um, you know, these are, again, worrying trends in, as far as Josh Giddy. I know we're talking about Lou, Lou Dort, uh, but as far as Josh Giddy, those are worrying trends as far as like, yo, you know, what are you bring to the table other than um, what you're supposed to be doing? Uh, but Jalen Williams, you know, Shay, well, let's go to Shay. Uh, Shay had 17 points. He was six of 13 from the field, two or three from three. Um, he, he, I, I guess, I guess D- Dallas was bothering him a lot. Uh, he had nine assists, five steals, one block. Um, but I, I think it was a situation where Dallas was totally focused in on him and they were making life a little bit difficult for him to get his shot off, but he was making the right plays. You know, he has nine assists. He had two turnovers. You know, uh, that's a great assist-to-turnover ratio. Um, And he was, you know, he was very good in that that last five minutes where, you know, the team needed him to basically run the offense. And he ran it to not necessarily to perfection, but his gravity allowed other guys to, to get wide open very easily. You know, the first play out of the timeout after the 30-0 run was a play where I think they two defenders went out on Shea. He passed it to Chet, um, and I think Jalen Williams, J-Dub, was diving to the basket. Chet found him, and it was an easy dunk. You know, that type of stuff allows a team to get back into a, a rhythm, get back into an offensive groove, um, even if it's just four minutes left in the game, they were able to get back into that groove and, and find ways to score and ways to um, get back in the game, you know, cause they were down six and when you're down six with four minutes to go and the momentum's completely swung and it's a road game, it's very difficult sometimes to, to get back. Uh, but they did. And part of that was because Shea makes the right choices and defensively um, he got a steal there when we when when they were up two, when the Thunder were up two, and was able to, you know, transition layup, get that lead up to four, and put the pressure even more on on Dallas, which Dallas came back down. I think it was a timeout that came back down. Um, I believe it was I know it wasn't Luca that took a shot. I think it, it might have been Jaden Hardy, uh, but he missed it. We got the rebound game set match, basically. Um, you know, the Thunder did not have, because of that 30-0 run, Dagnall, he spent all his timeouts trying to get the team, you know, trying to break the momentum, trying to get the team back focused. Um, and so the team did all this with no timeouts left at the end. And so that is a testament to, to their fight. That is a testament to their discipline, even though they were very undisciplined a couple minutes before that. Uh, They were pretty disciplined at the five minute mark when they found out, you know, when they saw themselves down by six in a game that they had led by 24. Um, And so, you know, shout out to them for that fight. Shout out to them for um, doing what they had to do, but player of the game is definitely Jalen Williams. As Dylan would tell you, it's December. So Santa Claus is coming to town. So Santa had a great game man 9 and 19 3 of 5 from uh from 3 2 of 2 from the line 23 points uh 5 rebounds 5 assists one steal uh just an overall great game from him and at the end of the game just great play from him you know great offensive great defensive like he was he was on top of it um and he even guarded luka a little bit and you know just showed up big man like it's the thing here's the thing with this team is if Shea has a difficult game because of how the defense is guarding him, other players need to step up. And today, a lot of other players stepped up. And this is the thing about this team, man. Like This team, defensively, I know it was a 30-0 run, but defensively, they're going to allow you to stay in a lot of games. Um, what the other guys gave, you know, Berton's putting in 15. Jay, Jay will putting in 14, Kaysen putting in 15, um you know, just that production off the bench uh, just allows the team to relax a little bit, not necessarily just you know it, it allows them to to relax, it allows them to uh, be assured of themselves and allows it gives them a confidence. and this team they were able to go by 24 on Dallas in Dallas. And I know Dallas put together that 30-0 run, but that in and of itself is impressive. Um, you know, just to, to look at this team and be like, okay, where, where in their progress as a great team as a good to great team is this team at right now? They're putting a lot of teams down by 15, 20 points easily in basically almost all the games they play. Now, the worrying trend is that they allow these teams to come back. And that's what we saw in this game. And that's what we've seen in many games. You know, that's what we saw in the New Orleans Pelicans game where they went up by 22 in the first half and saw that lead just get completely decimated by that, by halftime. And the momentum had swung so much that they couldn't come back. You know, we've seen that in other games. Um, and so, you know, the the worrying trend with this with this team a little bit is not just, you know, we've seen rebounding, but it seems like the rebounding in and of itself has improved a little bit. Um, but it's now okay, when you're up, putting your foot on the on on the other team's throat, you know, keeping your foot on the gas, all these foot analogies that we want to use, um, it's that. You know, it's it's making sure that and, and you know, it's 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 human nature to become a little bit complacent when you go up by so much, or when it looks easy. You know, when it feels easy, when it looks easy, you just have uh, a... It's just human nature to kind of get complacent and just take your foot off the gas. Um, but to have that happen and then to have the gumption and the fight to come back uh, to go on basically a twelve-zero run yourself at the to end the game, it's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. And it's, it shows a lot of fight. And again, all these guys are... You know, first-year players, second-year players, third-year players are superstars. A uh, I believe is fifth or sixth-year player. Like this is a very young team, and so for them to be doing that night in and night out is is something to to be impressed with. It's very impressive to see that. Um, and so you know, I, I look at this game and I looked at how they were doing in the first half and how well they were doing in the first half, and it's almost like how good can this team be? You know, how how great can this team be? Um, but then you have the 30-0 run, you know, you see the youth in those types of situations. You see the youth when other teams come back on you when you have a big lead. And so, and that takes experience. That takes maturation. That takes, you know, tasting that in your mouth and not just, it's probably not just in a regular season game. It's probably going to happen in a playoff game sometime, you know, here in the near future. And, you know, this team, is going to learn from it. They'll learn from it. They'll, You know, that, that bad taste in your mouth is, you know, it's going to be hard to wash it out. Um, and these are the types of things that these, that this type of team has to go through to get great. You know, we're, we're, we're on the cusp of being consistently good. Um, but to be great, you have to go through those experiences. And this is one of those things. This is one of those games. Luckily we banked this one in the, in the win column, you know, we're thirteen and six at nineteen games. It's very impressive to me. That's extremely impressive. I did not think that this team would be thirteen and six after nineteen games. Um, so great game again. I didn't get to watch it too much, um. So I'm giving you this perspective from looking at you know looking at the uh, at the box score. You know, box score heroes. Um, but. I did see the final five five minutes, and it was very impressive. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, Shout-out to Derek Lively, our draft pick. Uh, he had 20 points, 16 rebounds. He looks like a stud. He looks like a pretty good, like a Tyson Chandler-type player out there. And the last time the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks uh, won a title, Tyson Chandler was their, was their center. Um, and so, you know, good on them for selecting him. He looks like he's going to be pretty good. Luka tonight, he had... 36 points, um 18 assists, 15 rebounds. Like he had a monster triple double. Um but in the end, Oklahoma City comes out <clears throat> victorious uh 126 to 120. Um and man, this is going to be known for the 30-0 run, but it's also going to be known for the fact that Oklahoma City was able to put that behind them and come out victorious. Listen, this I-35 rivalry it still pumps out great games. Like, you know, I remember, you know, we had the the Kevin Durant game winner um in the playoffs. We had Dirk just completely annihilating us in the Western Conference Finals on his way to his first championship. Um, you know, we had the Isaiah Joe game. We had the game a couple like last season or two seasons ago where uh I think it was I, I think the Mavs were up and we came back and the final possession, it was basically Lou versus Doncic and Lou just completely put them in a in a torture chamber. Um, we've there's a lot of great memories from this rivalry, and it seems like this rivalry is just starting to heat up again uh, because of the great players that are on it. Um, and so, yeah, great game. Forgive me for not watching the game and for not giving you a more in depth um, recap, but I love it, man. I love that that we were able to fight back. You know, it sucks that we put ourselves in that position, but to be able to fight back, to be able to put that out of your mind, have a little bit of short term memory and just get that out of your mind is great. It's amazing. And I'm so excited for what this team has in store for us uh, because they keep on winning these crazy games and their record keeps on getting better and better and better. And they keep on climbing in the ranks of the Western Conference. Will it keep going throughout the year? Earlier this year, I would have told you, hell no, that that's there's no way that'll continue. But as this this season keeps on progressing and keeps on continuing and we keep on doing these things, I mean, why the hell not? I mean, Memphis was the number two seed a couple seasons ago. You know, they were young and they were uh so you know, I I always looked at Memphis and I was like, There's no way the Thunder I mean, there's no way the Thunder can do that here soon. Fast forward about two years later and soon is here. Um and so We shall see. We shall see how how this progresses. Um, But that's all I got for this game. Um, We will come back to you on Tuesday. Uh, We have our regular pod on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we have another post-game pod with the the Houston game. Um, And then Friday will be a a regular pod slash post-game pod after the Warriors game. Hopefully, there's no shenanigans in this Warriors game because probably – the trio is going to be available for that game: Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and and Draymond Green. Uh, so hopefully no shenanigans for that game, but we'll see. Usually it's usually a great game. So um, with that, I will bid you adieu. Um, God bless. Hoop when you can, and as always, thunder up.